Everything you need is already inside of you. The world would not be what it is without you. When we begin to create change within us, we begin to create change in the world around us. Your journey to becoming your best self as the whole person starts right now. Welcome to the Rise Up For You podcast. I am your host, Leanne DeSanto, and we are honored to have you with us today. Now, today's guests are Rob Temple and Kennedy, and he just goes by Kennedy, and they are the most unlikely entrepreneurs you'll ever meet. We had a fabulous conversation around email marketing, how they build businesses, but they sport these hairstyles that look like comic book characters, and their backgrounds are in psychology, hypnosis, and show business. So hard to believe they're serial entrepreneurs, and they have helped thousands of businesses grow their email marketing in a unique and exciting, fun way. So rise up for you and please welcome Rob and Kennedy. Well, hello and welcome Rob and Kennedy to the Rise Up For You podcast. Hello. <laughs> hello. We were in harmony there. I love that. I love that. That's so great. So great. So where are you calling in from today? We're actually in Newcastle-upon-Tyne, which is in the northeast of England, right on the coast, and uh, just like a couple of hours south of Scotland. Wow. Well, we are so honored to have you here. I know the time zone and time change, everything is a, gets a little crazy. What time is I'm it there for you? <laughs> I'm like just being here, yeah. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So you got, you're about 8 p.m. down there, right? Yeah, yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice, nice. Awesome. Well, thank you for being on with us today. And uh, well, let's jump right in. So we always love to ask our guests uh, to share a little bit about themselves with our audience and tell us who you are, what you do, and a little bit about your journey. Yeah, sure. So contrary to popular belief, we are not uh, the world's greatest hairdressers. That's what we are <laughs> accused of being. Um, we actually have <laughs> ever even been suggested that we might have anything to do with that. We are actually, um, uh, yeah, if you see what we look like, that will make sense. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We actually have a background in the entertainment industry, not particularly in, in anything business related or anything that we are focused on here. Hmm. Uh, but I'm actually a comedy stage hypnotist. So for the past 17 years, I've been traveling around performing a stage hypnosis show, hypnotizing volunteers in the audience, making them do crazy things for giggles. Um, <laughs> Kennedy's also in the entertainment industry. That's how we became friends. We met a convention for magicians, even though neither of us are magicians. I'm a hypnotist. Kennedy's a mind reader. That's oh. true, yes. So I basically perform at corporate events around the world, combining the skills of psychology, body language, understanding people with comedy into a show that looks a lot like that I read people's minds. So, so it's, it's, it's a, yeah, so that, wow. it's been a really strange journey that we, we now find ourselves having our own podcast and having our own software business, of all things, mm. even though neither of us are very technical whatsoever. So yeah, a crazy journey. <laughs> that is a crazy journey. So tell me a little bit more about that. What? How did you get involved in what you're doing now from entertainment? So one of the things people ask us all the time is, oh, you know, is entertainment not paying very well? And actually, it was the opposite of them. We had a really great business. We were quite uh, quite lucky, I guess, early on that we managed to make successful entertainment careers. Again, we became mates from a, a magician's convention, and we used to like swap notes about what we were doing to get gigs and how we were so busy. But it means you spend a lot of time on the road. So you're either dry, uh, being driven around, because uh, I didn't drive at the time and you don't drive still, uh, or flying and sitting in departure lounges and hotels. You know, anyone who does like public speaking and that kind of thing will know 
the, yeah. the gig. Yeah. And so you get lots of time just being bored. You know, you spend loads of time traveling. Like I'm off to India next week. I'm going to be flying for 20 hours to do one hour's worth of show. Oh, wow. uh, and it's madness. You spend loads of time just sitting around doing nothing. Mm-hmm. And so we independently, without telling each other, started an online business to fill in the extra time. And the reason it came about was quite organic. I realized that I could actually teach people how to be a hypnotist and sell that stuff as sort of online courses and training programs. So I started doing that. And Kennedy had loads of people asking him, loads of magicians and entertainers saying, how are you so busy? How's your diary so full? How are you getting paid so well for performing? And so he started coaching and mentoring people. And then that turned into a membership site, a membership program, physical newsletter and stuff that he still runs today. And so one day we casually just swapped notes on a Skype call and said, I've been doing this thing. I use Aweber, this email marketing platform. And he was like, I do it too. We were like <laughs> closet entrepreneurs. And, uh, Closetpreneurs. Closetpreneurs. <laughs> we just never mentioned it. And then once we eventually did mention it, we realized actually we've got this, this second thing. So our lives were kind of in parallel. We both spent a bunch of our time performing, a bunch of our time running this online business. And that went on for years and years and years and years and years and still happens today. So we still do that today. Yeah, and we basically became obsessed with email marketing. And it's one of those things. I mean, obviously now people tend to know that we know about email marketing because we have our podcast, The Email Marketing Show, where we talk about it every week. But before Mm. that, to run our businesses, we had to become really good at email marketing. So for getting gigs, I became obsessed with how do I do that and nurture relationships through email marketing. And then, of course, to sell my membership program to other performers, I became really good at email marketing. And I moved away from Aweber, and I I tried lots of different solutions, including Infusionsoft and, and many, many others along the way. Mm-hmm. and became really, really good at it. And then we realized that actually there's a, there's a sort of a shift in the way that the world has changed the way that it views all communication. Mm-hmm. So when I first started email marketing, and when I know Rob started email marketing, we would build a big list of people, and it was one list of people. And they would join our list because we promised them something fabulous <laughs> if they joined our list, wouldn't we? Right. And then we would, of course, then every... We would email them. We would email them every, I don't know, 10 minutes or something. (laughs) We we would email them once a week or a couple of times a week if we were feeling really bullshit about it, you know. Mm -hmm. And then we would make sales, and that was fine. And that was going really well. Those are the days of 65%, 60% open rates. Do you remember the good old days? The good old days. days, (laughs) The golden age of email before marketers broke it all remember so because we break everything so (laughs) what happened was the world changed a lot of email marketers did not move with that change and we didn't at first no absolutely no we were still watching our open rates decline decline and decline and of course like anybody else who's in denial we went well that's that just broken then email marketing doesn't work anymore it's broken yeah so instead of that what we real what we started to realize at one point is actually it's not broken. It's just that people have become wise to the fact that when I mail merge your first name into that email, dear Robert, it doesn't really mean I'm writing an email to you. I actually thought it was. There's a big, from, if anybody knows the market of Dan Kennedy, I once replied to an email from Dan saying, thanks for the email, Dan. It's nice of you to think of me because I thought Dan 
was emailing me. That's right. absolutely true. Uh, that, that was before I knew what AWeber was. Anyway, so yeah, so th- then we became obsessed with the idea that actually not everybody who's in your audience, that's your listeners to your podcast, that's your email list, mm-hmm. not everybody is at the same stage and not everybody wants the same thing right now. Mm-hmm. And it's that's not necessarily just based on the stage that they're at or their interest. It's literally that we wake up every day and we think of a new problem we've got or we realize something or something changes or something happens or in a different mood and the way that email marketing is being done traditionally does not allow for the flexibility to deliver the solutions that people have problems for in that sort of dynamic way and we realize someone's going to do something about this and that's where this whole response week thing came about but i don't really want to talk about response week too much because obviously we want to give you some value and some stuff you can go and use so so what does it allow us to do, Rob? So this is all about asking people questions and then instantly being able to deliver on the answers to those questions. Because like we've said, it doesn't matter who your business or who you as a person serve and who you seek to serve. It doesn't matter who's in your audience or what you sell to them. They are Your audience is made up of a bunch of different people with different hopes, wants, desires, dreams, ambitions, mm-hmm. motivations, challenges. And so what we need to be able to do is to you know, respond to those people differently. We live in the Netflix mentality now where people don't rush home from school or work to watch that program because it happens to be on at 4 p.m. And that that's was me with Saved by the Bell. Exactly. <laughs> there you this go. Is now, this is now a world where people tune into Netflix, Amazon Prime, Hulu, any of those other on-demand services. And even now the sort of traditional satellite and cable TV channels are having to have online on-demand services yeah. in order to vaguely compete. And even, even then they're struggling to compete. Uh, because they, they weren't ahead of the curve with that stuff. And so this is about creating marketing processes that allow you to serve your audience about the stuff that is most interesting to them, not like, oh, we're doing a special offer on pens this week because we've got loads of pens, and right. anyone who might want pens will tell about it and hope for the best. So it's really all about creating personalized journeys, customer journeys for every single person in your audience. Okay, let's talk a little bit more about that. That sounds super interesting. Okay, so let's say somebody comes into your audience right now and they join your list because you help people with their duck rearing. So <laughs> that you're a duck breeder and you... Duck rearing. Duck rearing. You've got to have fitness, dog training. I, I thought... I thought and, and so what's going to happen now is Rob's going to tell you how this applies to duck breeding. So let's imagine somebody's just listened to your podcast about duck rearing. I'm just repeating what he said to buy some time while I figure this out. Now... <laughs> We have a little game we play where we'll try and leave each other in the deepest imaginable hole and then see how we do that. So here's how it works. Now, let's imagine you've got your duck re- duck rearing. Oh, duck rearing, duck breeding. Duck breeding. Ah, sure, right that, now. Like duck breeding business. So now what happens is somebody comes into your world and they join your list or they listen to a podcast about duck breeding. You know, They subscribe to Duck Breeding Monthly. Mm-hmm. And now that they're in that world, you need to find out a bit more about them because some people are going to be brand new to this. They're going to have heard of it, but they've never experienced it before. They just want to have a go. And then there's going to be other people who've been doing this for quite a long time, and maybe they're not getting the results they wanted. So maybe they're able to breed loads of ducks, but they're struggling with the business side of it. Yeah, they don't know you're their mallards from their other ducks. <laughs> and then you have the third group of people who are doing super, super well. They're like, I need to scale my business. I've my duck breeding business I've built. So yeah. now what you need to do is to realize that all those people may come into your world for completely the same reason, but now they need completely different things. Mm. Somebody's, somebody's 
uh, where somebody's at within whatever it is that you do can be divided up by their experience level, by their location, by their age, by their gender. By There's a million different things that you need to know about them that would separate what you need to share with them and how you need to coach them and the stuff you need to sell them and the help they need. Mm. And so now what you get to do is you get to do things like ask people questions. We're obviously a big fan of using surveys because Response Week is a survey platform. Mm. And so we would send out a simple survey that says, hey, can you just answer these quick two, three questions that are all multiple choice? They'll just help us get a bit of an idea as to where you're at. And what you're really looking to do is to gather a sort of matrix of information. So you want to find out you know, three or four bits of essential piece of information two or three bits of essential information that will help you make more informed decisions about what to sell or what to offer that person. So for example, one of those questions might be, which of these three things best describes you? And the first option is I'm just starting out and I'm looking to put the right foot forward. The second option is I've been doing this for a while, but I'm not really getting the traction that I want. The third result is I'm a bit of a pro, but I'm ready to scale my business. I'm ready to scale my operation here and do something better. Because again, knowing that is going to really serve you going forward. Now, the second question might be something like, this is one of the ones we often talk about, is what's your biggest challenge right now? Right. And so that challenge could be trying to find new customers who are looking to buy ducks. I'm still on it. Uh, it <laughs> still could on be, it. <laughs> you know, it could be understanding the best um, stuff to feed my ducks in order to create the best quality offspring. Still got it. Yeah, yeah. What's <laughs> the third option, Rob? And the third one would be something else that people might struggle from when they're breeding ducks. And so <laughs> you now get to find out the really important information, the things that you really need to know in order to make sure that you now offer the right products, the right services, the right training, the right whatever to each individual person coming into your business. Mm, I love that. That makes so much I sense think. instead of being in the one big pie right it's like being able to say okay this is this content will really serve this group right now this content because i know in the past it's it's sometimes you feel so shotgunned with information as the the person who you know you opt in you're excited about following this particular person or or company and then you get so much and it either usually will just shut you down or you'll just opt out or you'd be like, this isn't for me. And when there really possibly is a place for you there. So I, I, totally no, I mean, imagine it like a real life conversation. If you are having a real life conversation, which with each of the people who joins your mailing list right. and you said to them, and what, the first thing I would ask you is I'd say, Hey, like, where are you at? Are you brand new? Are you somewhat experienced? Are you very experienced? And you might say, I'm brand new. So I'd say, great. Well, look, I've got this report that you might find. This article I wrote, here's a link to the article that's going to help you the most. Whereas right. Rob might be super experienced. And I might say to him, oh, so have you ever thought about doing this really advanced thing? And he'd be like, no, that's great. And I'd send him a video about that thing. What it means is you both join my list on the same day. Right. You're both in that conversation, but you're experiencing getting the value you need. Because rather than what's happening right now for most of us doing email marketing, which is people join our list and they have to wait through a bunch of emails, a bunch of content mm. until we get to the bit that is of most interest and most value and overcomes our problem. Right. Rather than having to wait. And then, of course, once it's come, it's also gone quite quickly because we need to move on to the next one rather than right. getting overwhelmed, which is what most of us are. Let's be honest. You, most of us are you overwhelmed. You picked up on it beautifully there, which is about this idea that people receive too much irrelevant information and that makes them opt out and unsubscribe and disengage. And it's the thing we talk about all the time. The number one stat on the internet about why people uh, unsubscribe from emails is that they receive too many emails. And the, the reason that's come about is, in our opinion, is that email marketing platforms, when you unsubscribe from somebody's list, quite often now give you a little pull, a little survey, to find out why you unsubscribed. Right. And one of the, the most selected option worldwide is, I'm receiving too many emails. And actually, we, dis we dispute that. 
we think that actually it's not that they're receiving too many emails because if Kennedy was receiving a, an email every single, in fact, 40 times a day from the most attractive lady he's ever seen in his entire <laughs> life, he would never unsubscribe. So it would be there forever. Same right. for me. We just stay on that list forever. Right. And so it goes to show you there's no such thing as a rather, there's no such thing as e- too much email, just too much irrelevant. Too much irrelevant email. Yeah. He was telling me, you know, here's how, here's what to buy for your next football match. You could send me one email and that'll be too many of those emails. Right. So it's literally about becoming more relevant and helping people faster. Yeah. It's about getting people to that that moment where they can have an aha moment, where they can have that breakthrough, where they can overcome that challenge faster. Here's a really simple, practical way of doing it. Literally, somebody joins your list. The next email they get, rather than trying to sell them something straight away, because look, when you go take a look at a new carpet, if you go buy a new whatever you go in the store for, a new dress, a new hat, a new a new jacket, if somebody comes over to you and says, hey, do you want to buy that thing? You're immediately shut down, which is what we're mostly doing in our emails because we've seen other people try that and have success. And if people don't buy the thing straight away, we just shout louder at them through email. (laughs) Because of course that works. You know, if someone leaves your store without buying that jacket, running down the street after them going, are you sure? (laughs) It's really going to be affected. So it's funny when you think about it that way because it's ridiculous what we've been doing to people by really abusing email with them. So Absolutely. instead, why don't we focus on, on, on acknowledging and being grateful and, and then saying, hey, how can I help? So, to, so thank you for joining my list. Here's that thing you, you, you asked to download that I promised you. And also, so I can help you overcome your next biggest challenge, I've put together a two-question survey at the page below. Please go and it's, – it's multiple choice. You've got to click your mouse two times. <laughs> right. You just thumb on your screen twice. It's going to take mm. you two seconds to do it. Would you go and do that so I can help you get what you need? That's the big thing. People think of surveys as a thing that takes forever to type answers into and there's like 30,000 questions and you might never make it to the end. And it's always positioned as something that's going to benefit the business. Like, we really want your feedback. Can you tell us what this yes, is? Yes, oh, I've been bombarded with those. You can't even go buy a pack of gum without, how do we do? It's like, oh my gosh. Well, absolutely, <laughs> exactly. So that's why the completion rate on those kind of old-fashioned surveys, yeah. which actually don't serve that much purpose in terms of delivering a better experience for individual customers, Mm. They're actually used in order to get the sort of overview of how we're doing, usually to please somebody sitting in a boardroom, let's be honest, and not to grow a business directly. So instead now, someone joins your list and you say, go take this two-question survey. It's going to help me send you the right content going forward so you can can actually overcome your your current challenges exactly where you're at. I'm like, okay, I'll go fill that out. It's going to take you two clicks. I click on it. It says... Where, how experienced are you and what is your biggest challenge? I say, oh, I'm really new and my biggest challenge is how to decide which kind of ducks to breed. So right. I click on that and now everything I receive from that point on is all about the selection of really good ducks. Mm. Whereas on the other side, whereas somebody else, when Rob came in, he's quite experienced, but his big challenge, his big challenge really is how does he get a good retail price for his ducks when he sells these thoroughbred beautiful prize winning <laughs> ducks right. so now he's going to receive a very different bunch of communication and what's beautiful about this and that i'm really really proud of our customers for is you set one of these surveys up like to set up a two-question survey do you think you can do that in less than an hour i mean for sure you could do that right? Right, right and then you insert it in an automation in an automatic campaign when someone joins your list 
and you never need to touch it again. Because mm. what you want to make sure, and what's critical, is that we stop running surveys as a sporadic reactive thing. We should, oh, we should probably run a survey yeah. to our list. No! Once a year or start of the year to find out or what Whenever you remember. Right. I mean, it's terrible. Instead, you show that level of consideration and care for every person who joins your list, right? right. And so now every member they join your list, it's in that automation. You don't need to do anything because now, as well as having a lead page, and having it connect to your email marketing system, you also connect it to your survey platform, which in your survey platform connects to your email marketing system so you can kick off the right automation. Right. Beautiful. It means that every person who comes into your business is now going to go through that and see that same level of care and receive the, all the relevant communication. So it just mm. becomes this beautiful evergreen thing that's happening on autopilot for one bit of 40 minute work. Love that. The synchronicity is great because it's a win-win. The person's getting really what they need and you're being able to, you know, empower and inspire them. And you're going to ultimately get some sales from that because they're going to want to buy from you because of that consideration. So I do love that. Yeah. And it's the opposite of all that scary artificial intelligence that everyone's afraid of right? because they're all watching us. You know, Zuckerville is taking over yeah. the world. Everybody's listening to your conversations <laughs> and all this, this stuff. Yeah. But this is the yeah. opposite. This is asking people to decide what they're happy to share with you mm. by selecting it themselves and say, actually, they might be afraid of other things or they might have challenges in those other things because depending on what your, your niche or your industry is, you might be dealing with something pretty sensitive maybe. Yeah. And, so, but this person gets to decide, I'm happy to share with this person who I have a new or existing relationship with that I need some help with this area. And that's the bit uncomfortable with. So now when I email you about that thing, we're talking about something you're comfortable with, yeah. not like, oh, how does he or she know that? I'm a bit afraid of it. So right. it's opt in. It's, mm. it's that permission marketing that Godin has been talking about for years, right. which seems to have like disappeared because we think it's so last year right. or last decade or whatever. Right. No, it's the next, it, it makes sense. It's really what you do is that next level of relationship. And, and that's what we need to, you know, we look at the numbers and the followers or whatever the case may be and the opt-ins and, but it's like, no, they're real people behind that. Right. <laughs> and we do, and we do forget that easily. It's easy to forget that, but if yeah. we can really get an understanding of them, that's where it's at. Fantastic. Well, that, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing a little bit about, you know, what you do at response suite and, and really the, that's the next generation, right? It's the next generation of communication of that's relationship right. building and, because I think people are getting a little tired of the the shotgun approach of just all this stuff coming at them and, and not implementing. What you've got to remember is let's don't don't think for a second this is complicated. It's not. It's mm. literally two questions. It's nice. not complicated. The tech does not have to be complicated. Look, if you can find a, a, a system where you can drag and drop stuff together that just does it for you, right. then don't think this is something that big businesses should be doing. In fact, this is the, the reason that we actually even founded Response Suite was because in the past, it was only the kind of thing that big businesses could do because it right. took a high degree of intelligence. I'm sure you can probably guess by now, Rob and I don't have a high degree of intelligence. <laughs> what, <laughs> what we do have is creativity and we have an ability to find other people who've got that intelligence to distill it down so that people like Rob and I, who are just entrepreneurs, just people doing stuff, we're actually just entertainers, we're just performers, <laughs> who 
to actually pull this stuff together yeah. so that it makes it really simple to implement. So don't be overwhelmed by the tech at all. Like you need to distill it down to the simplest thing. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what does hold people back is the tech, but the fact that it's simple, yeah. you know, the way you're explaining it makes total sense. I mean, I'm sure that our audience is really being served today because I know there's so many entrepreneurs and as well as, you know, people in corporations, but a lot of entrepreneurs that have been in the kind of spin cycle around technology, around emails, bots do i use this or that or whatever so that's super super helpful it makes a ton of sense um okay now i want to move into the power section of the interview and and just get a couple um couple of questions here for you so and you can each answer these but what is one book that has had a massive impact on you so mine is psycho cybernetics by maxwell maltz it's one of my favorite books i reference that in pretty much daily life Mine is a, a bit of an odd one. It's called Win the Game. It's a book by a magician called Steve Cohen. Mm. Uh, the Millionaire's Magician performs for millionaires all over the world and in New York and stuff. And uh, it's it's written to take the principles of magic and magicians and apply them to life and business. So he talks about confidence. He talks about persuasion and influence and a bunch of other stuff. So a little bit of an unusual choice, but really great book. Love it. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that. How about a quote that you live by? I, I really like the idea of, I'm going to, I'm going to butcher this quote. I just know I am. <laughs> Basically, I'm sure it's a Ziegler quote and it's, you can get anything you want in life if you help enough other people get what they want. Mm. I, I really, really, that's how we run our business here at Response Suite. It's about helping and enabling other people. Uh, mine is a, a fairly recent one that we heard. It's actually from a friend of ours. Again, I'm probably going to butcher this. It's from a, a girl called Natalie, who's one of the founders of a, a huge online brand called BossBabe.com. Oh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and her quote is something like, the best marketing is the marketing where it feels like you're inside somebody's brain. Mm. And so as a hypnotist and a mind reader, we spent our life studying the art of persuasion and influence, nice ethical persuasion and influence, <laughs> the idea of being able to plant a seed inside somebody's mind, a seed of inspiration then that grows and makes them draw closer towards you and all of that stuff. And so, yeah, so it's a quote from, again, from a friend of ours, Natalie from Boss Babe, but it very much sort of inspires the way that we think and the way that we like to do business. Nice. Excellent. Love them. Love them. Um, okay. So if you could leave the world with one final message, that golden nugget, what would it be? Is it me first? Okay. <laughs> right. If I could leave the world with one final message, I would say it's to Make sure that you never become, make make sure you allow yourself the opportunities to step back and get real perspective over what's really going on. Not what you're being taught, not what you're being fed by, by the gurus or whatever. Step back and look out, look at what is your reality for your situation. Because too many people follow down the path of, ah, yes, but Guru X said, (laughs) if we do it this way, it'll work. And you go, yeah, yeah, but you're losing thousands and thousands of dollars a day doing what that person said and that's insanity instead there's only one right and there's only one north star and that's the results that you're getting and they will be different for you yeah wow motivational good one <laughs> mine, mine is, is probably that i think too many people start life and continue their life for quite a long time building the building the life they sort of feel they're supposed to have mm. so they get a job because they've been sort of being told they're supposed to do it like re- growing up through entertainment the gurus and mentors i had always said no go to university get a degree get qualified like proper qualifications that way you'll end up tens of thousands of pounds in debt because then that way 
if you try the entertainment thing and it doesn't work, you've got a backup plan. You've got a backup plan. <laughs> so fortunately, fortunately, my dad, who's quite forward thinking, said, no, no, take a gap year from b- between school and university, have a go, and then you can always come back to it if you have to. There's, there's ne- it's never too late to, to turn back and take a different path. Yeah. And so fortunately, I, I said, no, no, I want to build a life that's on my terms, that allows me to do the things I most want to do. Uh, with the people I want to do them. I know that sounds really, you know, everyone says that, but I want to be able to build a life on my terms and give myself permission to do that. So I think too many people, more, more people need to, again, take a step back and they need to say, okay, great, what do I really want my life to look like? And how do I just move things around to look like that for me and the people I really love around me as well? Mm, beautiful. Thank you. Well, before I ask my last question, how do we get in touch with you, stay in touch with you, find you out there in the internet world? Okay. Well, if you want to learn about email marketing, how to take you from wherever you are right now, whether you're starting or you've been doing it quite a while and you want to get better results from your email marketing, join us on our free podcasts on all the podcast players around, including Spotify and all of them, all of them, all the places. And you'll find it, just search for The Email Marketing Show. And it's Rob and I talking email marketing tactics, techniques, and stuff that you can use every single week into your ears. And some guests sometimes as well. We're also, of course, on all of the social medias. It's just at Response Suite. If you want to find us, feel free to tweet at us or comment on Instagram things, and we reply to everything. And uh, if you're interested in running surveys as part of your business and you'd like to check out Response Suite, we actually have a special deal for listeners of the podcast. Um, So instead of just getting the software as you normally would if you went to responsesuite.com, you can actually get a a $1.14 day trial. So you can try it out for two full weeks, get it up and running. As Kennedy said, you can really do it in less than an hour. But you get 14 days to get it up and running, get it working for you for $1.00. But instead of getting that from responsesuite.com, if you go to the link I'm going to give you in just a second, we'll also give you a free four-part video training course that we put together called the Survey Marketing Masterclass. We used to sell it for for just under $500, and it's not even on sale at any price now. But we'll give you that for free. You can keep it even if you don't continue with Responsesuite. And you'll also get a free 20-minute one-on-one implementation session with me or Kennedy because we want you to use it, want you to get value out of it. So we'll hop on a call with you, one of us. We'll help you work out what questions you should be asking and where it's going to fit into your business and into your marketing. So if you want to get all of that, then make sure you head over to responsesuitedeal.com forward slash rise up. That's responsesuitedeal. That's obviously S-U-I-T-E. Responsesuitedeal.com forward slash rise up and that's where you'll be able to get uh, the trial with all of those goodies as well wow well thank you that's so generous we'll definitely put the link uh, in the show notes as well that's wonderful thank you so much okay final question as you know we are called rise up for you so when you hear that that phrase rise up for you what does it mean to you for me, it's a little bit related to what Rob said, and that is where actually I thought Rob was going to go earlier with his answer, which was around, we see what other people's perfect life looks like, but actually this is about rising up. This is about doing what needs to be done and pulling yourself up and living a better life and, and being better as you for your reasons, not because you've seen, oh, I'm supposed to want a million dollar house, or I'm supposed right. to want the fancy car. What, you have to figure out what it is you want because it does make you happy. I know people who are extremely wealthy but are extremely miserable, mm-hmm. and we all know those people, right? Yeah. So it, for, it's about the you bit, and it's on your terms doing what you want to do. We also know people who are extremely wealthy, but they find joy in having a cheap car that's cheap to buy and cheap to run in a small house, and because that's just what's important to them, isn't it? It's about, it's about that. I think for me, it's about finding tiny little ways every single day that you can move your life forward and become a slightly better version of you. 
and yeah. identifying the things that maybe you're not so good at and you want to improve the things that you are really good at and you want to tap into those more i think if you can just level up your level up your game a little bit in the things that you're not so good at mm. and capitalize really heavily on the stuff that you are good at that like moves your life forward in leaps and bounds. So I think every day, just find a little bit of time to focus on you and say, okay, great. What would I like to change about my life today? And then what one action can I take forward towards doing that? And then that's going to serve you massively. Absolutely love it. Well, thank you. It has been an absolute pleasure getting to know you both and uh, just your, your, I can feel your energy, your heart. And, and I'm just so excited that we had the time together today. And I know our audience uh, feels the same. So thank you. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank you for joining us today on the Rise Up For You podcast series. We're here to serve you and inspire you to become your best self so that you can live a life that you are proud of. If you haven't already, head over to our website, riseupforyou.com and explore through all that we have to offer. Don't forget to subscribe while you're there for exclusive materials sent to you weekly and also subscribe to this podcast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and any other major podcast channel. Join us for our next episode, but until we meet again, rise up for you, be better today than yesterday, and prepare for a greater you tomorrow.